honor and all the worship. Again, we appreciate the oil of God over the set man that has been ministering in the name of the Lord since Monday. And again tonight, we are ready for the tonic, the tonic of power, the capsule of power administered by the Holy Ghost and with the ministry of angels. Brethren, with the joy of Jesus in my heart, let's make welcome again on this third night of this week. Continue still on the same theme, winning through Revelation. And tonight we'll find out shortly what topic the man of God will be considering as we all together approach the mercy seat to find out what God has in store for us. With the joy of Jesus in my heart, let's make welcome. My dear brother, my pastor, my rabbi, uh, an associate of the Holy Ghost in the ministry he has committed to my hand and in the one he has committed to his hand. Let's make welcome Pastor Abiola Latif Oreolua Areola. <laughs> pastor, over to you now, sir. Bless you. Amen. Sorry. Pastor, over to you now, sir. Yes, sir. So, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. One more time, let's li lift up our hand and appreciate our Lord, our God tonight. Let's Jesus. bless His holy name. The Bible says our Lord is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Our Lord is good. For his mercy endureth forever. For the mercy of our Lord God that endureth forever. Let's appreciate him. Let's give him thanks. Let's give him praise. Let's worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we bless your holy name tonight for this wonderful moment, for this wonderful opportunity. To be all glory, to be all honor, to be all adoration. In the name of Jesus. Oh, in you alone we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. Amen. Sir, once again, I want to say thank you for this opportunity, sir. May the Lord God increase you greatly, sir, in the name of Jesus. May his grace upon your life never diminish in the name of Jesus. And to all my mommies, all my daddies in the house, I want to say thank you for allowing me to come online. You know, I said something day one. When professors, when they gather together and they now call one of their students to come and talk, <laughs> they are putting him on all seat. Amen. The Lord increase each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. Tonight, the the, the the third day from my own end, sir. I will like, as I said yesterday, I would like to share 10, if time will permit me, sir, 10 simple or 10 common ways in which God speaks to people. There are many ways in which God speaks to his children, but the most common ones, those that are common, there are some that um, when you speak through them, you need to begin to dare, to think, to meditate them. You need to go back and begin to consult him, to interpret. They, they, they are just like radios. But there are some that they are just direct. So I would like to share those that are, I call them common. Because nearly each and every one of us 
nearly everybody he always speak to us in one or two or three ways from those common ones but many of one many of us we don't we don't know just like the scripture we saw yesterday Samuel ministered unto the Lord God but he did not know the Lord and the word of God was not uh, revealed to him so I will share if that permit me 10 common ways in which God speaks to us so that in, in case if God has been speaking to you in any of those ways, you'll be able to quickly notice and um, fine-tune it. Amen. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. And, uh, sir, I will, before we take that... Amen. My, my pastor, sir, please, sir, just, just, please, sir, just a quick announcement. Okay, sir. Uh, pastor Diola, please, can you just be described for us tonight? I'm still in the traffic. As soon as I get home, I trust God I should be home. In another 15, 20 minutes, I'll take over from this so that uh, whatever the man of God is saying, you can drop it in the chat for those who will be joining. God bless you, my Pastor Diola Kiwale. Pastor, over to you, sir. Bye. Yes, sir. Thanks, Th sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, I would like to, to let us take one prayer and uh, we take it again at the end. And I always like, anytime I talk about this, this topic, I always like to give it out as a project. So each and every one of us will go with it as a project. And what is that? I call it Psalm 25 project. Psalm 25 project. So let's look at Psalm 25, verse 4 and 5. Psalm 24, verse 4, verse 5. Psalm 24, verse 4, verse 5. We look at it, we take one or two prayers before we go into today's uh, Psalm 25, verse 4 and verse 5. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me thy path. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for thou art my God. There are three things here. Number one, the psalmist said, O Lord, show me. Number two, teach me. Number three, lead me. They are different. God can show us and we don't understand. Number two, when he shows you, he will teach you how to go about it. Then number three, he will show you the way to go. He will teach you how to go about it. He will hold your hand and walk you through it. Three in one. Can we lift up our hand and ask the Lord God? Say, Father, the journey of life. Lord, show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your way and lead me in your path. In the name of Jesus. Let's begin to ask the Lord God to, to teach, to show us his way to lead us his way and teach us his path in the name of Jesus. Our Lord, our God, we ask that this night you show us your way in the name of Jesus. You lead us in your path in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, our God, concerning our marriage, concerning our business, concerning our career, Lord, show us your way. Reveal your way to us in the name of Jesus. Reveal your way to us in the name of Jesus. Reveal your way to us. In the name of Jesus, concerning my marriage, concerning my business, concerning my career, oh Lord my God, reveal your way, oh Lord. Show me your ways, teach me your path, and lead me in your ways. In the name of Jesus, concerning the project in my hand, show me your ways, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, show me your ways, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, show me your way, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, Psalm 25, Psalm 25. Fast 4, fast 5. Psalm 25, fast 4, fast 5. Show me your ways. 
Teach me your path. Lead me in your way. Let's, let's take it again, the next one minute. That Father, in the name of Jesus, show me your ways, O Lord, concerning my business, concerning my marriage, concerning my career. O Lord, my God, show me your ways, in the name of Jesus. Show me your ways, in the name of Jesus. Show me your ways, in the name of Jesus. Let's decree and declare that, Father, show me your ways, in the name of Jesus. Father, show me your ways. Teach me your path, in the name of Jesus. Decree and declare it. Let the Lord God show you his ways, in the name of Jesus. Concerning your marriage, concerning your business, concerning your career, ask the Lord God to show you his ways, in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, show me your ways. Teach me your path. Show me the way to go. Teach me how to go about it and lead me in the name of Jesus. Concerning my business, concerning my career, concerning all the projects in my hand. Oh, Lord, my God, show me your ways, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Teach me your path. In the name of Jesus, show me your ways. Teach me your path. In the name of Jesus, let's ask the Lord God to show us his way. In the name of Jesus, say, my Lord, my God, show me your ways, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Show me your ways, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Show me your ways, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. O Lord, my God, show me your ways, in the name of Jesus. Show me your ways, in the name of Jesus. Show me your ways, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have decreed. In Jesus' name, we have decreed. I pray for you, sir. I pray for you, man. I pray for each and every one of us this night. Concerning our marriage, concerning our business, our career, concerning everything that concerns us, concerning the project in our hand, that Lord God, according to Psalm 25, verse 4 and verse 5, will show us the way to go in the name of Jesus. He will teach us how to go about it, and he will lead us in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name I've decreed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Once again, I want to say thank you, sir. Thank you, man, for this wonderful opportunity. Tonight, we are looking at 10 common ways, 10 common ways in which God speaks to us. 10 common ways. What are the common ways? As I said, He speaks to us in many ways. He speaks to us in diverse ways. But there are some that uh, they are reduced. You need him to interpret for you. You need some elders to interpret them for you. And if you are not careful, if the elder misinterprets it, that is a problem. Because we know that we're supposed to take action and take steps. So when you don't get the interpretation right, we miss it there. But there are, ten, there are some other ways that are so they are common, they are straightforward. We'll be looking at them. Amen. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. The number one, the very one, the number one, which is the it rank <laughs> best, best, best selling author, best selling book. Amen. You know the whole world. Is what? Is the written word. God speaks to us. In the written word. What do I mean by the written word? The Bible. The Bible. The Bible. God speaks to us from the Bible. God speaks to us from the Bible. Amen. I have two people here that I'm going to use them as case study 
Amen for us, for us. But let me correct this. The level of the journey, the level, your level with God in the journey of life will determine the revelation of the world and will determine how he will speak to you through the world. We all know that there is this thing they call logo, they call rema of the world. What is it? When you are reading something pop up, <laughs> amen, or we are reading the Bible and um, you are stuck, you are not able to move, to go, and you keep reading and keep reading, keep meditating on it. They told us that, yes, God is speaking to us there. Fine, that is good. I love that. But there is another level. There is another realm. There is another level you journey with, you, are, you, you get to. Hear me. Somebody is talking to you. And God is using scripture to tell you the solution to the problem of that person. Jesus, in Luke 4, 16 to 21. Luke 4, 16 to 21. Luke 4, 16 to 21. The Bible says, and he came to uh, Nazareth. And what happened? He entered into the temple, verse 17. And there was, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has not told me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, to recovery and recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. And what happened? He gave it again to the minister, to the pastor in charge, and sat down. And all eyes were upon him. And what, what happened? Verse 21, and he began to say to them, This day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. In the days of Isaiah, long, long time ago, this scripture was there. But when he read it, he said this particular one, Today, it is fulfilled. What is the meaning? God was talking to him. God was talking to the people through that scripture at that time. It is real. They have written the Bible thousands of years ago. Am I right? The revelation has been released thousands of years ago. But just like Jesus Christ, that the prophecy has been released thousands of years ago. And when we read it, it said, this scripture is fulfilled today in your ears. Many of us, what we are passing through, the way out, the solution is just there in the scripture. But if you don't come across your own world, your own prophecy, you will just be walking and walking and walking. Another man. In Daniel. Daniel 9, 1 to 4. The Bible says in the book of Daniel 9, 1 to 4. In the, in the first year of Darius, the son of Hazarus, of the seed of Medes, which was made king over the realm of Shadians. Verse 2. Can we read it together? In the first year. In the first year of his reign. I, Daniel, understood by books the number of years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that it will accomplish 70 years in desolations of Jerusalem. Daniel said in the book, I come across it, that the there was a revelation that we are going to spend 70 years. And when you look at it, when you, when you read uh, that um, 
uh, Daniel 9 downward, the Bible said he began to pray for release. Many of, many of us, we are going to, there's nobody that will come to this world without one issue or the other. But it is stated that the numbers of your years in that uh, wilderness experience is five years. At the end of the five years, if you are not aware, you just, you continue suffering. But it's there in the Bible. Your own word, your own prophecy, your own revelation. When you study the Bible very well, listen to me, God will give you the word. It is accurate. There's some, there's some, there's some, there's some prophet. There's some prophet. Let me, let me use myself as an example. Sometimes when people come to me, they think that uh, <laughs> I hear. I did not hear anything. You know? Some people will think that, oh, all I can see, I did not see anything. When you are talking to me, I try to switch. Lord, what do you have for him? Sometimes if you just give me a scripture, I will tell you that uh, so, so, so scripture. Sometimes it will just give me a story in the Bible. A story in the Bible. The moment I receive that story in the Bible, I just need to know the summary of that story. When I know the, the, the story that he gave me, oh, this is, and this and this, I just, oh, that story, that story, that story, what is the meaning? Okay, this is the summary. I'll just look at the person. Hello, sir. Hello, ma. <laughs> this is what the Lord God is saying. And the person, eh? Pastor, it is true. <laughs> Did God tell me that that is what you are passing through? No. God only gave me a word. That is your own prophecy. So God speaks through the Bible. Amen. On many occasions, it happened. I believe for me, that is one of the areas I enjoy. You just give me the scripture. I won't tell you. I, never, I, I won't tell you that. Oh, so, 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 tell you the scripture. You won't understand if I give you the scripture. If, if I give you the scripture, you will not value it because you know the scripture more than me. So I won't tell you this is the scripture which God is giving me. I will just tell you the summary of that story. Oh, man, this is what the Lord God is saying. The Lord is saying, for example, the Bible said, and the angels of the Lord God brought uh, the disciples from the prison. And uh, uh, the first gate, the second gate, and the gate of the city opened. If God gave me that scripture for you, I won't tell you that uh, this is what the Bible is saying. I will just look at you. What are those doors that have been shut against you? The Lord is saying in a few days to come that he is going to send help and those doors will open for you. Sometimes I look at you, Lord, what is the meaning? Is it a uh, traveler outside the country? Say yes. Okay. I will just tell you, my sister, my brother, God is saying he's going to open international door for you. He said the gate of the city open. So city they are talking about foreign. I will just tell you. And that is, hey, Orelua get it to God did not tell me that. <laughs> he just gave me the word for you. So, hello, my hello, sir. Number one way which God speaks to us is the word, through the word. And for you to get it, you must be conversant. You must read and read and understand. Don't just read. Begin to, begin to study the Bible. Begin to, when you begin to study the Bible every blessed day, the Bible says, out of your belly shall flow the rivers of living water. That is the word that he's talking about. When you load your belly with the scripture, when it is time for you to make use of it, you'll just be flowing. They will just drop it into your heart. And by the time you go through it, and uh, by the grace of God, let me say this, I, I have trained people on how to hear God's voice. You know, I said it either yesterday or the day before yesterday. What I'm using now is just the material from that school. Uh, Pastor Akinwale is one of our facilitators. Hearing God voice, uh, God voice Academy. I have taught people there, and... There's this particular sister, there's this particular sister, 
these days, he will just say, Pastor, I received this scripture. Pastor, I was praying for somebody and I just they just gave me this scripture. Pastor, I woke up with this scripture. And by the time you look at the scripture and the person, it is just... So my sister and my brother, go and begin to study your Bible very well. When you study it and load your system with it, you will see that God will begin to speak to you through the word. Number two, Job 33, verse 14 to 15. The second way in which God speaks to us, Job 33, 14, 14 to 18. 14 to 18. Job 33, 14 to 18. For God speaketh us, yea, twice, yet man perceive it not. In a dream, that is it. In a dream, in the fission of the night. So sometimes when you see any scripture that says, and in the fission of the night, they are talking about dream. So God speaks to us in dream. That your dream that you always call, eh, Allah God. Allah God. Allah God. Please, uh, forgive me. You will understand you. Allah God. Allah God. It is you that do not understand. Another way in which God speaks to us is there in the Bible. Job 33, verse 15. In a dream, in the fish of the night, when deep sleep fell upon men, he slumbered upon the bed. He opened the ears of men and sealed it with instruction. Look at your Bible. When you are sleeping, you open your ears and seal it with instruction. So another way in which God speaks to us is through dreams. It's through dreams. If you are a dreamer in the house, what you just need to do, there's nobody, either you are born again or you are not born again, that's a gift for everybody. It's a gift for everybody, either born again or not. It's a gift. What you just need to do is develop it. And the number one thing I used to tell people, some people tell you, hey, Pastor, I always forget my dream. You forget your dream because you don't take it serious. The very first step to take your, your dream serious is to begin to write it down. By the grace of God, since my secondary school, I'll be keeping notes, I'll be keeping diary about dreams. I have them here loaded, down here. So God will speak to us through dreams. When you wake up, let me give us a secret about dreams. When you are going to bed, have a note and have a pen, like two pens under my pillow, there's a note there and there are two uh, uh, pens there. So if one fails, the second one will work. Then there's a pencil there. So after those three, one will work. The moment you wake up, you are sleeping and you wake up, please, don't, no matter how pressed you are, don't stand up immediately and go to the toilet. If you stand up immediately, you go to the toilet. By the time you finish whatever you want to do there and you come back, you just know that you have a dream. You can't remember, you, you won't remember 75 or 78% of it. If you are somebody that you don't develop your dream before, you will not remember everything again. You just wonder, ah, I had a dream. I can't remember. Oh, I have a dream. Oh, I have a dream. So what you do is this. The moment you wake up, no matter how pressed you are, don't stand up. Put your hand under your pillow. Bring out the notes, the note, your notes and your pen. Just as you are, as you are coming up, you, you may not remember everything, but there are some things you remember about that dream. Write it down. You saw Aurelua, write it down. What was the nature of his clothes? Write it down. What was he doing? Write it down. That little thing that you remember, please write it down. 
After you write it down, now go to your toilet. <laughs> that is it. When you go to your toilet and you come back, if you don't remember, take your book in the morning. When you are going through that book, well, there are little things that you write down. Listen to me. You, you begin to remember more of it. But if you have a dream, you don't write it down. God sees you as an unserious child. He wants to be speaking to you through dreams. And because you are not uh, serious with it, it won't come. There's no way you can put everything in your brain. So when he see that you are, you are somebody that you love pain, you write down. Believe me, you see that your dream life, your dream life will begin to increase. The numbers of dreams per night, per week, you begin to increase. If in one week you only have dreams once, you see that the number will begin to increase and you begin to have meaning. It will begin to have meaning. So, there are many people that God speaks to in the Bible through dreams. In Genesis 20, verse 3, God warned Abimelech in dream when he took Abraham's wife in dream. The angels of the Lord God spoke to Jacob in dream to remind him of the vow of God. In Genesis 37, God used dream to guide Joseph. In uh, 1 Kings 3, verse uh, 5, God blessed Solomon through dreams. God appeared to him in dream, and God asked him, Ask, open check, what do you want? It was, Solomon was blessed by the Lord in dream. You remember the three wise men? We always say, uh, God appeared to them and said, uh, Don't go back again and tell the king that you have seen the baby Jesus. God appeared to them in dream, warned them. Let's look at Matthew 2, verse 12. Matthew 2, verse 12. And be one of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod. They departed into their own country another way. And be one of God in a dream. In a dream. In a dream. In a dream. Hello, sir. Hello, ma. 90% of our fathers in the Lord, all over the world, prophets that minister on international altar, you see them, they come, just say the Lord, the Lord is saying, it's not that they are just receiving it there. <laughs> you know when they are talking, you think that they are just receiving it there. No, many of them, they receive it in dream last week, two days ago, three days ago. Will they come and tell you that uh, in my dream? You will not take them serious. So they will come, during, they write it down during ministration, they just flip and check their notes, or they just remember, ah, um, God is saying, <laughs> don't say that Lord God, the Lord is talking to me now. There's somebody here, Nalayo, <laughs> they receive it in dream. May the Lord God help us in the name of Jesus. So God speak to us in dreams. Amen. Number another one, another way in which God speaks to us, Proverbs 11, verse 4. Proverbs 11, verse 4. Proverbs 11, verse 4. Where no counsel is, the people fall. Another person said the people perish. But in the multitude of counselor, in the multitude of counselor, they are saved. In the multitude of counselor, they are saved. But godly counselor, godly counselor, Godly counselor. So number three ways in which God speaks to us is through godly counselor. Godly counselor. When God says I should go and start Sunday service online, I should start online fully. 
to be sincere, let me confess today, pa, uh, Pastor Rotimi. If I should come and meet Pastor Rotimi, Pastor Rotimi say I should go. If I tell people around me, they will say I should go. So I refused to, I did not inform them, I did not tell them. There was this woman who joined my online ministry some years back. I don't know the woman, but the woman is here in Lagos. So I just said, God, I need somebody who is neutral, who don't know me, who is not close to me, that can tell me the truth, or I don't do it. So I just put a call through the woman. I said, ma, please, ma, um, where are you, ma? Where do you say? She said, I say in Lagos. I said, wow, that's good. Because I saw her number was Nigerian number. I said, I would like to book an appointment with you. The woman said, Pastor, Emike. I said, yes, ma. And we fixed a date. She gave me her address around uh, my two, my two, around her papa side. One estate there. And I went there. I met him. I met the woman. The moment I entered, she was sitting there. I said, hey, Pastor, this is your face. I've been following you over almost about five years now. To God be the glory. I met you one on one. We just laughed. As I sat down, he just said, Pastor, please, I would like to tell you something, you know. Because the woman is an elderly, is an is old, she's the woman is above CC. And the woman just said, I always tell myself, if you are my biological son, what will I tell you? I will tell you, please come fully online. All your mates, all your youths, they are doing business, genuine business on internet. You that you are pastor, that you are only sending audio. We see your audio, we see the test. Pastor, why not come? Come out, stop hiding. I said, Mommy, if I come out, people will call me a fraudulent person, a 419. He said, Let them call you 419. People are doing genuine business. You to bring your ministry, you want to see your face, you want to be seeing you one on one. And the woman begin to, she begin to talk. After almost about 15 minutes, she just said, Ah, Pastor, sorry, I'm a business woman, but I don't know why I'm just, I, but I just have the lady that you should call. I just laugh. And she said, Please, let's talk. Why do you want to see me? I just laugh. Please, did I need to tell her? I just, I said, no, don't laugh. I said, ma, I have the leading that I should go online and start online fully, not just audio, because I used to send audio, I used to send tests then, that I should come and be minister. I should bring church on the internet. So that's why I call my ministry. I don't call it a ministry. I call it a church, church on the net. That God said I should be running church on the net. I said, so, but people will see that, it's not, it's not something they do in this environment. They will think that maybe I want to begin to, to do or uh, uh, defraud people. I said, and she just, the woman hold her head. She said, ah, I don't know. And the woman just do like this. Pastor, do you know that if I know that that is why you are coming? I won't have said all those things I have said. I said, mommy, you have confirmed the word of God. So that is counselor, godly counselor. When you have an issue and you meet a godly counselor, believe me, God will put... A word in is or in our mouth that will confirm what God is saying. The next one is miracles. Another way in which God speaks to us. Number one, I said through His word. Number two, through dream. Number three, through counselor. The next one, miracles. God speaks to us through miracles. He allowed miracles to happen in order to speak to us. He allowed miracles to happen. Things that you call miracle, things that people call, call miracle, sometimes it's just, it's not miracle. God allow it to happen in order for him to pass a message. In 1 King 18, in 1 King 18, the, the battle between 
uh, Elijah and uh, the, the prophet of Baal. And a miracle happened. What was the miracle? Fire fell from heaven. You know, if you, if you read the story there, the Elijah said, come, let's see if, he, if my God is your God or if, your God, if the God of the Baal is the true God. And there was a competition. So God needs to pass a message. God needs to speak to the children of Israel who had missed them that I am the true God so that they can come back unto God. So God allowed that miracle to happen. And pa the moment the fire fell and consumed the water, consumed the altar, consumed the everything, and Elijah now said, Who God you sir? And all of them, they do what? They move back unto God. And they said, We begin to serve God from today. So God allowed miracle to happen many times in order to pass a message. Miracle. Number four. Number the number four. Yes, number four. Still small force. Number five. Okay. Oh, number five. Okay, sir. Still small voice. Still small voice. Still small voice. The Bible said, you will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way to go. You will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way to go. You will hear a word. You will look back. There won't be anybody there. There won't be anybody there. Sir, my, my, my family up to now, they don't know why I don't take up job outside, circular job again. Uh, some years back, my brother-in-law, my, my sister's husband, was the financial, is it financial director of a co-hospital. And the cuckoos, um, they are, they are, they are that business. So he was there, financial uh, uh, director in a co-hospital. So he got me a job. At that time, they want to call to digitalize their system there. Instead of carrying paper, carry card, they want to begin to bring in computer. Let's begin. So they employ me as the um, whatever you call it, the computer man there. We have done the test, X-ray, this and that. We agree on salary. I will never forget, sir. It was on, on Friday. And they said, I have two options. Come tomorrow on Saturday. You take your letter of employment just so that you can start work on Monday. You start work. Okay. You start work on Monday. Or you come on Monday morning, you take the letter, you start work. I said, okay, it's better that way. I will come on Monday morning, collect the letter, and start work on and we agree that way. In front, for those of us in Lagos, in front of a co-hospital, at that time, I live around a better side. I live around in my brother's house, in Santos uh, layout. So I have to come out in front of a co-hospital to take a bus going to Ikeja under bridge. So that from Ikeja under bridge, I will take a, another bus going to Egbeda so that I stop at uh, Santos uh, uh, Estate. That is the Okwemi roundabout. Amen. And um, sir, in front of a co-hospital, as I was waiting for bus to come, oh, my time. As I was waiting for bus to come and pick me, I just hear a word. I said, you should work for me. You do not want to work for me. They will collect your salary on your behalf. They will add money to it to treat, that, to treat a sickness. I look around. I was the only one. I don't need any interpretation. 
Sir, that was the day. The letter, I refused to go and collect the letter. <laughs> I did not go back again. And that was the reason, up to today, I did not take any other job that we should be working in factory, working. Okay, sir. Even, there was a time he moved from that place to another one, another big organization. And he said I should come. At that time, a graduate, they started with, uh, I think, 350000 per month. He said, oh, this is good. Or I come and start. I said, me, to start. When God has warned me, you will hear a word behind you saying this is the way to go. Hear me. Many Recording of, in progress. Many of us, we, we, God always speaks to us in the, through this way, but we don't know. We just say, but if you are not sensitive, if you are not sensitive, if you are not sensitive, it will be talking, you will not know. So that is another way. Another way speak to us, as I said, through still small voice. You will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Many of us will always say, we think that it's our mind, our heart. It's not your mind. It's not your heart. It's God that is talking to you. Don't go. <laughs> Amen. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Another way which God speaks to us is through hearing God through spiritual journal. Spiritual journal. Spiritual journal. What do I mean by spiritual journal? You have a note. Prophecy. Revelation. Dreams. As I said, that always write your dream down. That dream may not be for now. It may be for in the next five years, in the next ten years, in the next... Uh, oh, because of... I'm not prepared for that. I was brought... I have bundles of books. <laughs> bundles of notes, yeah. That I used to write my prophecy. Every year, I always have a book. Hard copy book. This is for this year. It's always on my table. It's always inside my bag. I move around with it. This is for this year. This is... This is, this is for last year. This is for two years ago. Apart from this, I have diary. But all these books are my prophetic notes. They are my prophetic notes. What did I do? Whatever I received from God, I put it down. So all these books become journal. Spiritual journal. How will God speak to me through it? I will explain. When you write them down, anytime you need God to speak to you, anytime you need the word from God, ma, take, go back, take like two years. Take like three years. Just be going through them one by one. What you are passing through that look uh, difficult, you will see solution there. <laughs> Sir, three years ago, everything about my life was, was zero. Why? God said I should wait because he wants to establish an altar for me, my ministry. And a prophet of God, a genuine prophet of God, called me and said, all right, the man did not know anything. He just said, all right, listen, there's a prophet, there's a, a, a bishop, the bishop of ministry all around the, the world, and a, a branch in Accra, Ghana, a branch in Abuja. So the, the bishop needed a pastor for Abuja branch, a pastor for a Ghana branch. So he said, I recommend you. So he put a call through to that bishop, and I was, I was shaking when that bishop was talking to me. He now said, Go on. I said, sir, daddy, please, sir, forgive me, sir. Just allow me to pray about it. He said, don't worry, go and pray. And uh, we called the line. He called that pastor back. He said, pastor, thank you. This is the servant. This is the person. As I'm talking to him, God is telling me, he's my servant, he's loaded. <laughs> Amen. And uh, when I came back home, my wife said, uh, pastor, tell her, 
I said, that's an offer. As I was saying that, on my table, there was a revelation which I do understand, which I wrote inside my book. I just saw it. I said, ah, this is it now. This is it. This is it. The summary of the whole thing. About, about a week ago, God gave me a revelation, which I do understand. I wrote it down inside my book, but I was meditating on it, which God did not interpret it. It was there. Like I opened it on my table. So as I was telling my wife that, oh, the pastor said I should be greeting you. Do you know that they call so, so, so prophet, a uh, uh, bishop? And I spoke with, with him. And I saw that revelation. I said, See, look at it. So I, know, I, I read it to my wife. He said, she be in she in But this is it now. This job that they just offered me. God has spoke about two weeks ago that they're going to offer me a job that I should not take it. That is coming to give me my own. That was how I reject and I did not, I turned down the offer. Two months after, two months after, two months after, was when God said, now start Sunday service. If I have taken that, I will have missed it in the place, in the, in the place of, uh, in the place of destiny. So if you are somebody who don't write, they give you prophecy, they give you dream, God will give you dream, you don't write down. You are trying to change yourself. So when you need a prophecy, when you want God to talk, God will not talk. God is not a talkative. Did you hear me? God is not a talkative. He has spoken yesterday. He's on the same issue two, two years ago. You know, you know, you are not saying, God, speak to me. So many people, when we are inside crisis, and we want God to talk, and it's like God is not talking. We because you want to take God as his talkative. God is not talkative. He has spoken. What you need to do, go to your journal, spiritual journal, begin to look at them. You will see the way out. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Because of my time, let me just take one, two more, sir. He only God through speaking in tongues. He only go through speaking in tongues. When you are praying and you are speaking in tongues, if God give you the interpretation, good. But if God did not give you the interpretation, how will you interpret that? So that is why I don't take that one as common. All of us speak in tongues, but not everybody can interpret. So you can hear God through speaking in tongues. When you are speaking in tongues and God is able to interpret it genuinely for you, amen, you hear him. Last but not the, uh, seven, last but not the least for tonight, you can hear God through, they call it, the Bible call it, Hurim and Tumim. Hurim and Tumim, the two stones, they call it the two stones. So people believe that it's not on, on ground now. But some people interpret it as peace. But here, I mean, the danger of it is this. Let me explain that. It's a yes or no answer. And you have peace with it. Should I do this thing? You have this inner peace. God speaks through inner peace. On that matter, we just give you peace. But I always tell people, if God speaks to you through inner peace, look for another ways to confirm it. You know why? For every original, they are counterfeit. If devil know that these are the way in which God speaks to you, he will bring it. That way may not be God's way for you. So the devil will speak to you in peace. You will think that, oh, I have peace. I have peace. But the peace, the difference is this. The peace of Satan is always short. Is, is a short time. Will not last. For example, you have some people, they want to marry. 
asked the, the lady, asked the man, why do you agree? He said, anytime we are together, I just have this peace. Ah, I tell them, go and look for another way to confirm. Because devil always give peace. When you enter into the mar in that marriage, you will not remove the peace and there will be crisis. So use another way to confirm. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. And uh, he speak to us through the gift of prophecy. Through the gift of prophecy. That is prophecy you are seeing. Or he speak to you. You begin to prophesy. Or somebody around you, you are praying. And your brother, your sister, your pastor, your prayer partner begin to prophesy. Your children can prophesy. Everybody can prophesy. Doesn't make you a prophet. So you can speak, you can, God can speak to us through the gift of prophecy, through the gift of prophecy. It's still, it's still real. It's still real. Oh, pastor said that's number nine. <laughs> Amen. Last but not the least, God can speak to us through our thoughts. Our thoughts. Your thoughts. Your imagination. Your thoughts. That is why you need to keep your mind intact. So I have my turn now. Amen. Thank you, sir. That is why you need to make sure that your mind is straightforward. Your mind, you don't abhor iniquity in your heart. If your mind is poor, you'll be dropping it. You are, sometimes when I when I cancel people, on that matter, what do you think? Oh, no, God has not spoken. Okay, just close your eyes. <laughs> you know, I know all these ways. Believe me, all these ways, they are practical. They are things that we have, that is really that. I just put them through. We have no talk. He said, this is what Sanctified men said, yes, sir. And he said, and this is what I just think. I will just laugh. I said, okay, look at what I wrote down for you. And by the time they look at it, what just dropped in their mind at that time and what I wrote down, what God said that I wrote down, will be the same thing. But if your mind is not sanctified, you will not get it. That is why, for me, Orelua, there are some things I don't do. I love watching horror movie before, but each time I'm praying, the skin, the, the picture, the email from oral movie will be coming. And I will know that God wants to show me something. So it will, it will be distract, that will be a kind of distraction. So because of that, I stop watching oral movie. Anything says uh, skin, says movie, I don't watch. I don't even sit down in front of TV and be watching uh, um, African magic. I won't do that. The only thing, when you see me in front of TV, it's either on, I'm, on, I'm on Faith Channel. Listening and watching a, a Christian message. That is what I do to sanctify my mind. I don't watch uh, African Manjira. No, I don't want them to pollute, pollute my mind. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. So, Sir Ama, these are the 10 simple ways in which God speaks to us through the Bible as well, through dreams, through godly counselor, through miracles, through the still small voice, through journal through hearing God, through speaking in tongues, through uh, Urim, and uh, that is peace, and through the gift of prophecy, and through your thoughts. Where your thought is unto the Lord, he will speak to you. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. We go back to the prayer that I started with, Project Psalm 25. Psalm 25, verse 4 and 5. Psalm 25, verse 4 and 5. Psalm 32, you can add this one to it. Psalm 32, verse 8. Psalm 32, you can add Psalm 32, verse 8 to it. What do we have in Psalm 32, verse 8? We just take one prayer and a pastor 
will come in. Psalm 32 verse 8, I will instruct thee and teach you the way which thou shalt go. I will guide you. The same thing, that is what you have in Psalm 25 verse 4 and 5. Psalm 32 verse 8, I will instruct you and teach you the way which you should go. And I will guide you with my eyes. So you are going to decree and declare, Oh Lord my God, according to Psalm 32 verse 8, instruct me and teach me the way to go on this matter concerning my marriage, concerning my business, concerning my career. Oh Lord my God, instruct me, oh Lord, teach me the way to go in the name of Jesus. What I need to know about my marriage, what I need to know about my business, what I need to know about my career, what I need to know about my children, oh Lord my God, instruct me, oh Lord, and teach me the way to go. In the name of Jesus, instruct me, oh Lord, teach me, oh Lord, the way to go. What I need to know about myself, about my environment, about my family, about my business, about my husband, about my wife, about my father's house, my mother's house, my in-law, the step I need to take, what I need to know about the place on my back. Oh Lord my God, teach me, oh Lord, reveal to me, instruct me in the name of Jesus. Let's turn into prayer. Let's ask the Lord God to instruct us in the name of Jesus and teach us the way to go as pastor will come and take over. Secret we need to know. Let the Lord God instruct us in the name of Jesus. Instruct us, oh Lord, the the, the revelation, the instruction we need about our life, about our marriage, about our business, about our career. Oh Lord, instruct us, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Instruct us, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Instruct us, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Instruct us, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Instruct us, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. As the Lord God to instruct us, to teach us what we need to know. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father, instruct us, O Lord. Teach me the way to go. In the name of Jesus. Teach me the way to go. In the name of Jesus. Teach me the way to go. In the name of Jesus. Teach me the way to go. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Wow. Wow, wow. What a teaching we have tonight. Um, I guess Pastor Ray was just reading directly from my books. God will forgive you, Pastor Ray, honestly. God will forgive you. <laughs> um, I have a total of 27 um, diaries and private journals of things that the Lord has said and the Lord is saying. Um, where I'm going to minister which country to settle down in. Also, if you can recall, I know a few of you even here will recall I've told you a thousand and one time the name of the ministry, um, the assignment, the prayer assignment to get started, the over to God prayer meeting, um, the, the day spring of life. I mean, in 2006, I just woke up after meditation and he said, Get ready for Tuscany. 2006 to date is about 15 years. <laughs> Tuscany can only be seen in two places on the face of the earth. First in Florence, uh, in Italy, and then in Orlando, Florida, the U.S. 
And so, ever since that time, I've been keeping tab on those two, two places on earth to see what God is doing for a time. And right now, there is a massive, mighty move of God in Orlando, Florida. And so I know no matter what I do in Redeem, I know I have an assignment that is a tax for me. And it's just a simple word. He said there is a knowledge gap. Go, fill it. And then he began to raise men and women all around me. And then he empowered the likes of Pastor Ray and Pastor Tuji and Pastor King, the Demodi, and the, and the likes of them. And today, I am blessed with more pastors. Pastor Ereti, I see you, I feel you, and God honor you, man. Brethren, um, I don't even know which prayer to call tonight. I am thoroughly loaded. I'm thoroughly fed. Uh, please forgive me. I'm just coming in. Uh, I've been in the traffic. I, ha I have a three days ministration today, tomorrow, and next tomorrow by the grace of God. I left them as early as quarter after eight, thinking I'll make it home before 10. Uh, but I came in just probably 15, 15, 20 minutes ago. But I will give God praise. Brother, I just dropped something in the chat. I just dropped something in the chat and I want us to look at it. This was a revelation from a woman of God on this platform earlier today. I just copy and paste. I didn't edit anything. He said, please, let's pray against divorce in marriages. If you allow me to paraphrase, please, let's pray against divorce in our marriages. And I lie not in the Holy Ghost. I can tell you for free uh, that even on this platform, there are people who have contemplated it. And this is the second confirmation within three days. Someone called me today's Wednesday. Okay, that was Sunday night. And he said the same thing. He said the same thing. I want us to cry to the Lord. Uh, it may be all uh, well and rosy right now between you and your spouse. But you can bank up your prayer. The prayers of today can come readily and the if Jesus starts coming 10 years from now. Um, they, he said to his disciples, he said, do not be afraid, I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you. In the book of James, I think James 5, he said, for, he said Elijah was a man of passion like as we are. And he prayed again. So we know we can bank it. Let's cry to God in just one minute. We are six minutes over our, our time. But I also cry to God and say, Father, concerning me and concerning my family, concerning me and concerning my marriage, oh God, Lord, please intervene tonight. Whatsoever the enemy has done, whatsoever the enemy has concluded, Father, tonight I frustrate the counsel of the enemy over my marriage. I will not be a victim of this prophecy. Shall we begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Open your mouth, child of God, and pray now, pray now, pray now. You may not need the prayer. It may sound strange to you right now, but cry and talk to the Lord. And say, my father, my king, and my redeemer, for while I live, oh God, I will not be a victim of divorce. Lord, I make up my I promise you I will walk at it. I ask that you build an edge around me. I ask that you guide me and teach me the way I should go. In Job, Job chapter number 32, verse 34. Job 32, 34. Let me quickly see if I can call it up here. Job 32, 34. He said, that which I see not, teach thou me. Let's cry to the Lord and say, my father, my father, my savior, that which I see not. Please teach me, oh God. Teach me, oh God. For some of us, 
that our marriages are just hanging by the thread. We are tired. We are fed up. We are fed up of going around circular time and time and time again. Why not cry to the Lord and say, Father, please intervene. Come through for me, O God. 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 My Father, my Savior, come through for me, O God. I look up to you. I look up to you, O God. Come through for me, Jehovah God. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Brethren, you can look into your screen. I just highlighted it. It's Job 34, verse 32. Let that be your heart cry tonight. Let that be the final prayer call. Brethren, I remember, was it three years or four years ago? I was, I was, I think tomorrow I will share the revelation of 8th of August last year with you. I think, I think I have to share with this house. But in Job 34 verse 32, he says, that which I see not, teach thou me. But hear me, Lord, if, if, if I have done iniquity, I will do no more. If your marriage becomes the first to experience a divorce after tonight's prayer, something is wrong. We are at least 48 on this platform and we are just 12 tonight, which means that six other destinies have not been able to hear this revelation. I want us to cry to God one more time. Say, my father, my savior, that which I need to see, that which I need to hear, father, teach me from tonight. Shall we pray in the name of Jesus? Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. That which I need to see, that which I need to know, Lord, please teach me from tonight. My King and my Savior, ayer, ayer, teach me from tonight. In Psalm chapter number 32, verse 8, it says, I will teach you. I will instruct you in the way that thou should go. I will guide you with my eyes. My King and my Redeemer, according to your word, O God, you promise, you said you will instruct me. In the way you will instruct me and you will teach me in the way that I should go and you will guide me. Father, I decree that from tonight my marriage is preserved. Thank you because you are faithful. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. And so our King and our Savior, we want to say thank you for what you have done, for what you are doing for us. For what you will continue to do because you are the almighty daddy please accept our praise and thanks in the name of jesus Amen. i ask tonight oh god that in any way and in every way that our marriages are getting ready to collapse jehovah my father please come through for us tonight speedily in the name of jesus Amen. christ every marriage at the point of death my father, my father, my savior, daddy, let your mercy come through for our marriages tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree that from tonight, you will enhance our ability to hear, to see, and to perceive by the Holy Ghost from these 10 things that have been delivered to us. We receive grace upon grace to hear via the vehicle of your word. To hear through the vehicle of your prophetic dream. To hear through godly counselors. To hear you through miracles. 
one-off and miracles to hear you through the still small voice to hear you through our spiritual journals to hear you through the speaking of tongues to hear you through the to, through the urine and the turnip that is the ability of the high priest to see and to hear to hear you through the gift of prophecy and to hear you through our sanctified mindset we receive the gift of god to hear you from tonight clearly and loudly in the name of jesus christ we cover our spirit, soul, and body in the blood of Jesus. We thank you for answered prayer. Blessed be your holy name. We ask for thanksgiving in our heart. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Once again, Pastor Ed, Jehovah God, we honor you. Amen. God, we keep you. Amen. This is the least you can ever be. Amen. You will not fail. You will not fumble. Amen. Thank you, Father, for all of the segments that are on, the, on, on, on online tonight. Thank you for where you are bringing us from. Thank you for where you are taking us to. Blessed be your holy name. 